0: and welcome to the inaugural Gambler's Dungeon podcast. I am your host, Stephen Mortz, and welcome to week three of the NFL. Uh, Week three is typically, in my opinion anyway, the overreaction to the overreaction that was week two in the NFL, where everybody thinks they know everything, and by the end of Monday night, we're all going to be sitting there wondering what the fuck happened. But anyways, a little rundown of what we're going to get through on each and every one of these podcasts. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of legwork for everyone here, go through all the spreads, totals, uh, look at all the money lines throughout the week, trends, and come up with uh, a couple of plays. Take my five best plays and I'm going to pass them along to you guys. And I'm also going to be going through and trying to identify these, uh, the trap games, Uh, games definitely not handicapped in our favor, but more so in the favor of the odds makers. Um, Again, week three is the knee jerk reaction to week two. So we're looking at a lot of lines between three and six, a lot of road favorites, especially in division games, which, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but in the third week of the season, um, it's kind of, kind of hard to justify a team with a winning record going on the road against a division rival and being favored in that game but you know we'll get through that um and yeah that's pretty much it uh from time to time we're gonna have some guests call in uh, hopefully give some further insights so we can narrow things down nice and tightly uh make the best play possible each and every week so with that let's uh let's get on to it week three of the nfl So, despite all that lead up, um there's really only two plays that I like this week that uh I feel the most confident in at least anyways. Um but before I do that, I just need to mention that these lines and spreads that I'm going to be giving you now are accurate as of time is it 11:39 a.m. Pacific time, and the lines are courtesy of Bet365. So the first game I uh I I'm drawn to is this Falcons Lions game and it has nothing to do with the 3 point spread although who knows at this point right Detroit looked good Atlanta just blew the doors off Green Bay um but it's the total that gets me it uh it opened at 49 and it's now 50 and a half and I think these teams are going to put up a combined 70 points like Green Bay was able to move the ball. That just they kicked themselves in the foot. A couple injuries stopped them late in the game, and uh, when it looked like they're getting back into it, and Atlanta might have collapsed all over again, which probably would have been devastating. They were managed to hold on, but at the same time, they're, that that Falcons offense just clicks, and uh, they have so many weapons. It's going to be very very difficult for Detroit to keep track of every single one of them. And um same same goes with uh Detroit there. Uh, not the big names you're used to and not much of a running game, but they managed to get it done against the Giants secondary. That's supposed to be one of the best or at least good, better I don't know best, but they're definitely a top tier secondary going into the league. Um yeah, so that fifty and a half, I I mean it's a high, high number and um I just don't see these teams really stopping each other especially down the stretch. And you know, if it's if it's close, Stafford has all those comebacks. I'm looking I'm looking somewhere in the 30s for both teams here. So, yeah, I would definitely jump on that 50 and a half minus 110. And the second game that I like, the, the only other game that I like really is uh one of those that looks looks great on paper, and it could be one of those trappy, too good to be true games. But your your Monday nighter of Dallas at Arizona, with the Cowboys favored by only three points, I cannot see how Arizona is going to be able to do anything offensively uh, against a Cowboys defense that, you know, didn't look that great in Denver, but it was also in Denver and they were playing from behind and um they they looked good in week 1 against the giants and again the giants who knows what they're going to do offensively they are a mess but offensively Arizona is a mess too they uh losing David Johnson really crushed a, a lot of their their deception and subtleties and now the ball's in the hands of Carson Palmer and uh I mean we've seen what he did last week against Indy and it wasn't that pretty. I mean, without uh, Jacoby Brissett throwing that interception, who knows if Arizona comes out of there one and one And Indianapolis, uh, I mean, that's a whole other story altogether. They're just a mess. But, um, yeah, the, the Cowboys by three on Monday night. Dak shows up. Zeke shows up. Dez shows up huge. I think Des Bryant has a huge game in this. And Arizona is just too one-dimensional on offense. Um, it's... It's not going to be pretty. I don't think uh, most of these Monday nighters look good on paper at the beginning of the season. And here we are week three and we already have a what should be or could be a a flop of a mess of a Monday night football game. So, yeah, those are my only two uh, plays of the week there. Atlanta at Detroit over 50 and a half, paying minus 110. And Dallas at Arizona, minus three, paying minus 115. Um, There are two other games that interest me, but they also scare me at the same time. Uh, The first one, based on circumstance, and being the Rams tonight, minus three, paying plus 100. But at San Francisco, uh, one of those division road favorite games on a short week. Um, You know, the Rams looked great in week one. See, not so much in week two, um, and the Niners. I mean, yeah, they 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 got up against the Seattle team that uh, you know has been their their biggest rival uh, for the last four or five years. But you know, getting up for a team and then coming home on a short week for a division game like this. and and my my gut says that the rams are going to walk away with this really quick and at plus 100 it looks looks very very tasty but you know this this is a short week this is a division game this is a road favorite in the division and it's just one of those like if the niners get up two weeks in a row and i don't put a put put pressure on Goff or make him make mistakes you know that's it's just disaster waiting to happen for LA. But if you're in the situation where you have to pick this game, like a pool or you know some sort of pick 'em league, um, yeah, my my slight lean in this is the Rams. The uh, the other thing that tickles me, and I just don't know who these teams are. It involves the Seattle Seahawks from last week, but they're playing at Tennessee, and Tennessee is minus two and a half. Um, Tennessee is everybody's little darling team this year, apparently. Every little fantasy podcaster blogger or whatever has picking these Tennessee Titans to do what the Oakland Raiders did last year and you know sweep the division by storm and make a nice little playoff run they're good they're young and skill positions are filled they have above average defense that can you know stop you in the trenches um at minus two and a half I uh I think that's a good play right there. Uh, it's only paying minus one twenty 120 though, so you know you're you're laying a little extra juice on this. But Seattle's Seattle's offensive line just they did not do anything to make that better, and it's uh, it showed in the last in the first two weeks anyway. Um, so yeah, again, uh, same situation as with the the Rams Niners game tonight. If you're in the pick 'em pool, I would definitely throw my lean towards the Tennessee Titans at minus two and a half. All right, and now we have exactly four games on this week's schedule that I just have absolutely no interest in. The numbers look enticing, and everything in my gut just tells me it's it's going to lose betting the, the gut reaction. Um, I know that sounds weird, um, but we'll, we'll get through this one. Um traditionally, typically, I've I've made a a rule for myself that when the spread gets over ten point five, I just turn that game off. It doesn't exist in my book. Um my sports book that is. I there's there's nothing good about a thirteen and a half point spread and a forty-four point total. I mean that's man, nothing about Houston, New England looks good this week it's enticing when you get all those points and then the new england patriots win 28 to 3 or oh new england's gonna crush them 28 to 3 and they win 17 13 you know like it's there's there's nothing nothing good these teams aren't playing for the spreads they're playing for the w's and once you get into double digits you're just asking for trouble so recommendation one stay as far away from houston new england as possible all right, the next game that's screaming absolute trap to me is the New Orleans Saints getting five-and-a-half points at the Carolina Panthers. Um, yeah, my my gut instinct says take the points with this one because why the hell not? The Saints put up the points. The Panthers couldn't put up the points. Uh, Cam Newton looks like his shoulder is still bugging him. They're they're not clicking on offense. Their defense is on the field too long, getting tired. Um the other side of the ball you know drew brees they they got beat um by the by the patriots last week but they they put up points and i mean i know their their defense still needs a lot of work but a mediocre defense and a struggling offense versus a high octane offense that's clicking and i mean once you get past the the luke keekleys and the julius peppers you know the points look good having said that this is a division game carolina's at home and uh if ever there were a week for them to figure everything out, I mean, why not against a mediocre Saints defense? So five and a half looks looks good. Um, I'm I'm not going anywhere near this game. Similarly, uh, we have the Cincinnati Bengals getting nine points at the Green Bay Packers at a very very banged up Green Bay Packers. So a team who can't score. Getting nine points on the road against a team who, I mean, as of right now, we don't know how many, if any, of their starting wide receivers are going to suit up and play. Their running game is still in shambles in Green Bay, um, no matter what they try to do, who they put in there, little dynamic guys, whatever they, for some reason, just don't run the ball well. And when you keep it in the hands of Aaron Rodgers, sir, you can check it down and you can try to establish the run that way. But... When your skill positions are hurt, it's uh, it's going to be tough. Points look good. However, the Bengals have a new offensive coordinator. The Bengals haven't scored a touchdown all season. The Bengals' defense at times looks good, but then the second quarter hits and they are tired because they're on the field for 20 of the 30 minutes. Um, it's an exaggeration, but they, the Bengals are in shambles. The Bengals need this win, um, whether or not they get it. It's it's you know, we'll see on Sunday. But those points look good and typically I would I would jump on those points because you know the Green Bay's Green Bay's banged up. Like who who is gonna score for Green Bay this week? However, who has scored for Cincinnati at all this season? Stay away. Best best bet this week, stay away from the Cincinnati Bengals. And then finally we have the Oakland Raiders giving three points to the Washington Redskins in Washington, D.C. Um, I've never been a fan of road favorites, as small of a margin as it is. Um, Oakland's, don't get me wrong, Oakland's offense looked great last week against the New York Jets. I'll say that again. They looked great against the New York Jets. Um, man. Washington's not that bad they're young they're kind of inconsistent but you know that Kirk Cousins is playing for something um, it's mainly hopefully a, a contract seeing as he hasn't had one yet in the last two years but you know like it's just Monday night or Sunday night football it's a Sunday night game right Sunday night game the Raiders on the road um, it's not it's not like playing in the black hole in a rejuvenated black hole that is, but the Raiders just, I don't know that that three points just, it looks too tasty. It looks like you want me to jump on this Raiders team. That is revamped in offense last year's defensive player of the year. um, you know, darlings of the AFC West playing to stay in Oakland or well, hoping to play to stay in Oakland. And, yeah, it's just jump on this three, jump on this three. They should win by 10. And this is going to be a game where Kirk Cousins probably will throw for 400 yards and four touchdowns, and then you're sitting there just, what the hell happened? What the fuck just happened? The Oakland Raiders lost to the Washington Redskins. I I see it going the exact opposite way, too, where Oakland just rolls. Get up early and roll. So I'm staying far away from the Oakland Raiders. Minus three at Washington. So to recap, um, best plays of the week go to Atlanta Falcons at the Detroit Lions with an over 50.5 points total scored, paying minus 110. And the Dallas Cowboys on the road at the Arizona Cardinals, giving them three points, paying minus 115. For pools, if you have to, if you want to, if you like the taste, whatever. I like the Rams tonight, minus three at San Francisco. Not enough to do it myself, but that is paying plus 105, which is actually the nicest part of it and I also like the Tennessee Titans minus two and a half at home to the Seattle Seahawks paying minus 120 again a little less value there, but you know for pool's sake you're you're not really worrying about the uh, the value. And your traps, four trap games, four games. Please just avoid them. Please, please just avoid these four games. The Houston Texans, plus 13.5 at the New England Patriots. Not worth it. New Orleans Saints, plus 5.5 at the Carolina Panthers. Not worth it. Cincinnati Bengals, plus 9 at the Green Bay Packers. Some points don't do it. And the Oakland Raiders, minus 3 at the Washington Redskins. That one also only paying minus 115 so there's a little more juice and it's definitely not worth the stress on Sunday night that's going to be it for the week three I want to thank you all for listening Um thank bet365 for their lines Um they're not really a sponsor but you know they they have all the games and all the numbers and they update it pretty frequently so thank you to them I'm Stephen Mortz, and this has been the Gambler's Dungeon Podcast. As always, may the winners be yours. Until next week, humanoids.